0: Love Talk Radio Welcome to the War room. We got Ted Chill Jimmy PJ B Austin the hot block commander how you wanna end up wanna two hours show and get the brain running with the premise to talk for the national level Boom with the topic sort of like the rubber it. when it game counting like the Fat vibes doing prime time. times pussy bombing with speaking minds a little bit Sports, medicine, sports, veterans, and greats. The 4th for 26th so the war in Kuwait. It's the War Room. With five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and
1: educated.
2: Yo, happy new year, War Room family. Once again, live in the War Room. Brought to you by War Room Sports on that War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts on the board, Dev Mac. And I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers for the first time in 2022. Damn, that makes me feel old. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. What up, Jim? We got B. Austin in the building. Uh, we hope you guys had a, you know, pretty happy and safe holiday season, including your New Year's Eve, whatever you did. Um, the NFL playoffs are about a week away, and we had some fireworks in Week 17. So it's time to sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of Earth, that is the War Room. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash thewarroom, or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports, same as, you know, Instagram. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Happy New Year to both of y'all, man. What's going on?
3: What a really one good, my you there? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: Yo. <laughs> happy, um happy new year brothers, happy um, new year man. 2022 is upon us and uh the the the, the Roni is still out here dancing with Omarion
4: and uh it's, it's getting nasty. Yeah, it's getting nasty. It Flo riders out here now, doggy.
2: Right, right. This is... It's getting crazy, man. they talking about people out here. Like, Wait, hold on. You, know, you, you telling
4: serious? Telling the truth about
2: the, the truth about flu-rony. Yo, know, people are catching the flu and, and and COVID at the same time. It's like the flu and COVID are inside of people's bodies boxing out for position. Like, it's, it's come on, man. We just got to say something. I'm
3: going to man. I'm not even trying to be morbid. Y'all know what I dealt with, what I went through. I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's good, man. I don't think a lot of y'all get to. Y'all ain't gonna make
4: that, man. Oh, Yo, man, man prayers up, prayers up to uh, DJ K Slade, who's in the
2: hospital on a ventilator fighting oh. for his life right now. Yes, sir. He's been he's COVID. been fighting COVID for what fourteen days, then. Mm-hmm. He on the ventilator. Yeah, Come man. on, man. Kaytranada gave us a couple of the crazy. greatest hip hop songs of all time in the past year. <laughs> at least <laughs> the longest hip hop song of all time. <laughs> the longest. Yo, at least he, you know, he, gra- nutty, he gathered up a bunch of people here, who were really at bars. So, hey, listen
4: man. Shout out to our brother Survive man, but like I told him man, this is the result of letting Andy Reid Andy Reid won a championship like like <laughs> this is all a result of that.
2: Yo, he he mortgaged everybody's future like in his deal with the devil uh I, I was telling jim earlier like luckily it happened in kansas city like it was so unlikely because he choked so many times with philly like later on in his philly years had he made this deal and won as an eagle we wouldn't even be getting tortured like this the world would have just exploded did, all at once like did he did he uh did he, did he
3: or are you holding him accountable for his quarterback decisions but that's neither here nor there. Never mind. I don't, I don't want to relive. He
2: put him out there.
3: I'm trying to relive old.
2: <laughs> this. He put him out there. Who else fault is it? I mean, listen.
4: In his yeah, words, man, true. he got to put his team in the best position to win the game, man. That's his words. He
2: definitely didn't do that. Not with that guy. Right. I mean, he was also responsible for much of that that eighteen minute, two minute drill in the Super Bowl. Um, you know he's responsible. Andy Reid, we 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 call him the the notorious non-adjuster. At least non-in-game adjuster. He'll adjust the, the hell out of something. You know if he had a bye week. You know he'd come out of a bye week cooking. But if 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 the particular game he's in isn't going the way that he you know thought it would go, like he's not gonna do anything about it in game to change his fortunes. He used to be that stubborn. So. Yeah, I mean, you got to put some of that – you got to put a lot of that on him. But now we're now we suffering, like Jimmy said, because he finally won one. Now the whole world's suffering.
1: True.
2: All right. You and Rudy go – Rudy yogurt. I'm still an Andy fan though. I was rooting for him to do it, but I didn't know this was going to happen. Um, but look, man um, – 2021 ended with a bang, man. 2022 already starting off with a full case of pencils and a bag of paintbrushes. Um, because people out here drawing. COVID out here, or Marianne out here drawing. Um, man, last day of the year, we lost, finally lost Betty White. And I think that was her decision. Like, 2020, yeah, was 2021 like, I'm was so bad. She was like, man, F this. <laughs> i'm not i'm not doing 2022 no and that was literally Salute like two 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 and a half nine, weeks nine before her 100th birthday so you know if you're willing to check out quit that close to your 100th birthday you know she thought some some issues coming in 2022 but look man before we get started and rest in peace shout out to her before we get started uh, we got to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, anytime on demand, you can still check out archived episodes of our show and all of the partner shows in the World Room Sports Podcast Network, either on our own website at worldroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. There's never an excuse to miss a show, to miss an episode of our show, or any of the other shows on the network, man. So happy new year to everybody on the network. This in the tape, hip-hop show, uh, John Appetit. Broad Street Line, uh, superstars. After further review, uh, on the couch with the Wilsons. Everybody, man! Happy New Year to the network.
4: Let's make history
2: for another year. So uh, let's get it. All right. So hot topics brought to you by my bookie, War Room family. It's time for you to make some money in 2022 by betting, sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, NFL playoffs are right around the corner. So what are you waiting for? Lay down some bread on all the biggest well. sports by joining War Room and thousands of other online players, placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses. When you win, you get paid. You get paid fast with no hassle. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place wages after Antonio Brown jumping jacks his way into the tunnel. <laughs> Maybe not that late, but join now, and mybookie bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, one word, all caps, To activate this offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. So, look, man, speaking of Antonio Brown, this is pretty much the biggest story, sports story, might have been the biggest story on earth this week. Um, In the third quarter versus the Jets, um, Antonio Brown was seen on the sideline, taking off his equipment, taking off his shirt, I mean his jersey, his gloves, throwing his equipment to the bench, throwing his gloves into the to the stands, running out the end zone while the game was going on, um, might I add. Um, doing a couple of jumping jacks, flashing the peace sign to the fans, running through the end zone into the tunnel, um, looking as if he quit in the middle of the game. Like, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, damn, uh, my man, uh, what's your man that called his grandma the yeah, half? My- <laughs> <laughs> oh, the truth. The thought- truth. I thought the greatest retirement ever was, was your man that'd be calling his grandma before the halftime. Uh, no Bonte, Bonte,
3: Bonte Davis.
2: Vontae Davis. Yeah. I didn't know anybody Davis. could go out any better than him. But Antonio Brown's situation throughout the week was met with a lot of speculation from fans. You know, those fans who... Uh, it, it was a lot of different facets. You had the mental health faction people like you got to take this serious this is mental health then you had the antonio um brown is a richard head faction who they're saying don't blame Which everything on on, on on mental health he's a richard head he has a history of doing stuff like this don't miss me with the mental health stuff then we had the uh uh y'all just mad because y'all not you know y'all mad because he he not Bowing down to the system, and y'all people who ain't free can't understand what he's saying, <laughs> faction. You had you had those people. That, I don't know if that was the, the whole teps, I don't know what that was, but it was, you know, some people speaking that way. It was a lot of speculation going on, man. We have finally started to uncover some stuff and get at least a side of the story from both. But let's go back to when it happened. Oh, I forgot. We had the faction that just laughed at this whole shit and laughed at everybody who was speculating nonsense. And I forgot about the, the, the most important faction early in the, in the whole thing. The, the Buccaneers were trying to freeze him out because he was about to hit some incentives faction, and they were running with that for the first half of the week. <laughs> Even though there was evidence to the contrary, they were running with that one. So what did you guys think when you first saw this happen and then maybe like 24 Um, to 48 hours later before some details and facts started coming up?
3: You know, we, we have been known to say on this show that two things can be true. And in this case, I would like to say that three things can be true. Three things can be true. Number one, I think that it, uh, as our society and pop culture has taken to say facts, I think Antonio Brown being a dickhead is facts. <laughs> like, that's factual. That's not, that's not speculation. That's not maybe. That's not possibly a hypothesis. No, he's a dickhead. And his response, right, so his behavior in response to whatever situation triggered him doing that it met his dickheadery manifested itself and we saw is that the proper and professional way to handle yourself in a situation and i think we know that it it, it's not and his past his history whether it's throwing uh furniture out of a second story window that almost hits and kills a child whether it's you know taking all of his clothes off in front of a masseuse and expecting a happy ending um whether it's, you know, disrespecting coaches, GMs, you know, the list goes on. There's a litany of things. He does not necessarily deserve the benefit of the doubt. So I want to get that out of the way and say that his behavior probably does not warrant um or his behavior was not warranted. That being said that being said, what is now surfacing and, and there's you know, it's a little foggy around it is the Bucks may have, quote, unquote, forced him to play on a injured, uh, chronically injured ankle that they knew and he knew that needed surgery, right? Wait, wait, um, let and, me cut you
2: off real quick, which is mm-hmm. now the story that the, the Bucks were freezing him out because they didn't want to pay him his million-dollar incentives. That's what that group is kind of pivoting to now. Now they're going to hang mm-hmm. on this. As if they weren't saying that other dumb shit all week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to hang on right. this and be like, oh, so here's, they're trying to make my man. And they, this slavery. They're trying to make my man play yeah. on the ankle well, and this and that. They're pivoting on that. Because, here's
3: my thing. You know, like, we've here's never thing, heard right? them
2: say that other stuff all week.
3: Here's my People thing. People real right?
2: adamant about that. Let's, let's,
3: assume, let's assume that that's true. Let's assume that's true. As I said, two things can be true. Three things can be true. Is that reason for Antonio Brown to throw a temper tantrum on the sidelines and turn this into a media, including social media, clown show and spectacle? Especially considering that at least twenty five percent Pomostat, twenty five percent of the NFL has gone through what he's gone through where There's pressure, pressure from the organization, pressure from teammates, pressure from coaches to play and go if you can go in a situation where you're needed to either get into the playoffs, win a playoff game, or affect seeding. It's common playoff. So for you to throw a temper tantrum based on that, it still isn't one. It's like any of this, any, a lot of these stories could have truth in them or could be factual, that's not an excuse for dude to literally take his clothes off on the field to potential. That's not an excuse.
4: All right, let me get my perspective real fast. He, he, he said Dev he was kicked off,
2: question, though. He said he didn't quit. He said he was fired. That's what he said. When,
4: when Dev asked the question, he gave the different um, factions of folks in terms of their response. My response was uh, I was part of the ITGAS, uh coalition. The only thing I thought about, well, actually, I'm going to be completely honest. You said to which thing one? Comes I'm sorry. To mind, man, he, it gas
2: it, it it gas
4: oh, i don't give yeah, a... it
2: nah, i was a, i was yeah. a part of the laughing at this whole shit and the laughing at everybody's speculating right. <laughs> faction yo that shit was funny.
4: so but if i'm being completely honest completely honest the first thing that came to mind was obviously tell the truth um and then the right. second thing truth that came to mind wolf. was like Yo, the, the second thing that came to mind was, yo, it's about to be some fire memes coming out of this one.
2: <laughs> fire, we know how Jim thinks. <laughs> he was getting the meme machine.
4: Yo, in. then the third thing I thought about is, like, cool. Like, my thing is, and I kind of understand what off of the is saying, but the, the way I look at that is, as long as you can deal with what comes with that, do whatever you want to do. I don't care if you throw a temper tantrum. <laughs> you're gonna have to. De- you. You're gonna have to deal with the aftermath of it, and if you are prepared for that, then so be it. Like. I think that sometimes these players, like the passion that makes them great at what they do, like it comes out in different ways. Like I think the same thing that makes him uh, great as a receiver is what you saw in terms of him being frustrated. Like you can't have one without the other. It's like T.O. It's like in order to have that talent, you got to have that weirdo personality. So, you know, as long as you're willing to deal with what comes after that, when like, you know, after it's all over with, and you know, now you've becoming the biggest story of the week. It is what it is, man. Um, you know, so Yo, I read really on Facebook. But do y'all,
3: do y'all believe this bull got ETC? He got ETC. He got what?
4: <laughs> Give that. Yo. Some that's some new stuff? Yo. You alright? Yo. What, uh, you cool? Maybe Austin got uh, no. whatever that no. is. <laughs> <laughs> Austin oh, Austin got yeah. My bad. My ETC, bad. My bad.
5: CTE? <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. CTE?
2: Huh.
3: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that stuff. Yo, yo, we often got we got
2: C T E trying to talk about C T E. Calling it the yo, yo, you talking about? No, but but the thing about that though, right? I think when they when they his skull open afterwards, we're definitely gonna find that. But I think they're gonna find that in ninety percent of football players. Yo, someone on Twitter said that they cracked his skull open. That's gonna be the...
4: He's going to be the thing that actually ends the NFL when they crack his open. They're going to be like, yo, what is this? Um, (laughs) This ain't even a brain. What's that? What's that? (laughs) Bursick is the one that that, uh, isn't that hit team in the same thing? Vontaze. Yo,
3: yo, Vontez hit that ball and gave him personality disorder.
4: (laughs) Yo. But here's the thing about it, though. It wasn't just this situation. Like, even when you hear him talk, like, it's something yeah. going on there? And I mean, that's no—I mean, that's all speculation. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what's going on with this dude, man. But talk, like, yo, I think he yes, talked
3: like he like there's three I, I play people inside of his brain. <laughs> I watch—I watch, watch enough Grey's
4: Anatomy. I watch enough Anatomy to know what's going on, though. But um, <laughs> right. the fact is, man, it's—it's it's, it's something going on, man. But listen, man, at the end of the day, though, like, if, as long as he's willing to deal with the consequences, then do you go to the Nets game? You know, have fun, ball out.
2: It is what it is. I don't think it's
4: that big of an issue. My man got upset. He left. You know,
2: so what? So a lot of new stuff is coming out now, though, because, like I said, he's telling his side. He's not only telling his side, he's airing a lot of dirty laundry now. Like, he's he's, he's putting out text. As he is is known to do. Right. He's putting out texts for he he and Bruce Arians just to prove to you guys that Bruce Arians did indeed know that there was an issue with the ankle. Um, because it sounds like Bruce Arians was kind of saying to him, like, we need you for tomorrow, um, and he was saying, well, if I can go, coach, I'm going to do what's best for the team, But and, and Arians like, we'll talk about it tomorrow morning, blah, 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 because Arians did say after the game, like, he tried to plead ignorance to the fact that, that Antonio Brown had an ankle thing going on, which is, you know, that's kind of suspect in itself, but just like you said, B. Austin, like, many things can be true, like, Arians could be an a hole in this situation. The Bucks could be A-holes in this situation. That doesn't mean that Antonio Brown hasn't been an A-hole in this whole situation. He's Listen, even put stuff out that's Tom Brady related. Um, not really about Tom Brady per se, but he put out a tweet, a series of tweets talking about Tom Brady's trainer who he paid a hundred thousand dollars to help train him who didn't finish the job. So he put out a, a tweet, I mean, a, a text exchange between he and the trainer trying to get back half the money. It seemed amicable. He was like, Oh, you know, where can I send the balance? But he's like, this is what I had to deal with. You know, people basically faking, like they love me, like they wanted to help me. So I don't know where exactly he was going with that, but maybe it was kind of like, you know, Tom Brady was instrumental in getting me here, probably made him a lot of promises. You <clears throat> know, I'll get you my trainer to train you. And now he's putting it out there that his trainer basically, you know, stiffed him. So here's a lot Thank going. On Thank Listen, him. man. <laughs> right, it's a lot going on I with think, AB think, right now. He's putting everybody on. I glass. think there's,
4: I think there's a great lesson in this, man. A couple great lessons, man. Um, for one, man, like Chris Wallace says, man, I hope he creeps got receipts. It's always good to have receipts. Now, he's right. his, like, he's just trying to lead you down a road of speculation. He's not really like, you know, concrete. But at the end of the day. This does help his case and for the folks that are going to fight on his side. But what I realized about 2021 is anything can happen, and you're going to have some folks that fight on your side. It doesn't matter what you do. Kyle Rittenhouse can come out and shoot folks. There's going to be a contingent of folks that are fighting his side. R. Kelly can, can like, molest women. It'll be some people that actually fight his side. So it actually doesn't matter what you do in the world. Like people will fight yeah. your side, and by you having that's, some
2: repeat, you I mean, there are Republicans out there acting like what happened on January 6th, 2021, like was it was, a peaceful, was. A, peaceful protest. Like they're acting, a, act oh, like like they saying, acting like
3: if black if, like, black if black if black people was somebody was, they acting somebody like if black people did. was out there, there wouldn't have been Apache helicopters, um, Listen, and going. And
4: there'll be somebody who say, "Yo, shit shouldn't have been there."
3: Right. Um, so you know what that comes it. from? You know what that comes from? Okay. Real, real quick, Dev. you know what that comes no. from? No. It, 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 it's because we look at the person or the thing and we value it based on two things, how it makes us feel emotionally, how it makes us feel and how we feel about that thing as it resonates with what we believe in, rather than dealing with facts and truth. Right. So it really comes down to you either not having integrity because you're you're going against morals and values or your morals and values are twisted right because people like there's things that are obviously wrong can objectively say yo I love this dude but he did something wrong like I love this place but it you know these are the things that are wrong with it but we're not willing to have those type of conversations rather than that as you like to say, they fight on that line. They get their slim Charles huh. on, and they jump I mean, in the I, echo I love, chamber. I love
2: Jalen Hurts that so he can't throw a fifteen yard out while the receiver's on the move. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. just like that. Love but it. hold on but,
4: though, that, that was that was my second lesson from this whole thing, and you brought it up, and I know we're going to talk about Hurts in a minute. But you know, kind of I was telling y'all via text we were talking like when well, my grandma told me like, listen, man, when you when you're likable, when you have a reputation and you're likable, people are willing to go the extra mile to fight for you. Now that works both ways, right?
2: What so does A.B. have, quote-unquote, like so AB, I, mean, I it you got to no, like us to like A.B. you got to like foolishness. It wasn't that
4: he was likable, like 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 it but it's like he has a reputation. <laughs> I love the entertainment so. value. Hmm. No, so he has a reputation. So when it happened, like there are a lot of people who are protecting him, but there's also a contingency that I saw online that just went completely, like, and they're not even just Bucks fans. I mean, a lot of them, you know, have, have magic in their bio, but still, they yeah. – went the complete opposite and like pulled up every bad everybody that's been fans. in the league
2: <laughs> buck fans way upset it's not for the only one you know oh, that they, never they, but gets you, know, like, you gotta understand like that buck fans and
4: MAGA, they have a high collinearity there's a high like you know they're, they're you know it's a high special it's a lot of MAGA fans that are bucks fans like everybody except for uh, willie g and tobias although um i don't know so tobias, Magus, right tobias that's might cool. be down with maga though <laughs> I mean, we'll, to, we'll ask him in a minute. We'll Martin, ask him in a minute. To when more. According to Roland Martin, Tobias is Mago, but you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Roland and Roland knows everything. No, but what I wanted well, to bring up because Jimmy, um, you you brought up that hey, you, you just said something that the I was about hurts, to make a point it? about. Nah, it was it was before that. Oh, you were talking about receipts. Hoping you creeps got receipts.
4: Interestingly
2: yeah. enough. The latest thing that came out, pretty much a few minutes before we got on air, is that AB was with the, the the IG model OnlyFans influencer Ava Louise, the chick who got famous for licking the toilet last year. Apparently, he snuck her into the oh. team hotel. <laughs> Listen, he snuck her into the team hotel the night before the game. Um, and she was giving out – it's a whole article where she was giving out all these details, supposed, alleged details about the kind of – the way he was acting the night before. He was kind of ranting about NFL and COVID rules and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that pretty much could have been because he had to sneak her in in the first place because, you know, when they're in their hotels, they're trying to keep these players on like a bubble. So that's what that could have yeah. been about. But she was going on about bunch, how he was man. ranting and all of that kind of stuff. But she also mentioned how he was like, Watch what I do tomorrow as if, you know, he had some kind of plan of some craziness that he to do the next day. It's a it's a it's a whole um it's crazy. Did it's a lot of details. It was a long article. But um she, she smashed him. Of what she did that evening? Well, actually, A.B. made her tape it, and he wants her to put it on her OnlyFans page. He She hasn't done that as of yet, but she has sent it to him. So don't be surprised if A.B. put out a sex tape at some point. But that was all <laughs> in the
1: article. Right this Shot is a very detailed yeah.
2: article. So, yes, yeah, A.B. He, yeah. asked her to record it, asked her to put it on her OnlyFans page. It was, it was a whole lot going on, but she was talking about his Yo. state of mind and how she'd think he was acting. That evening, and she—the reason she put Yo, this information I, I can't, out is because of, listen, man, hold up, hold what? on hold up. The reason she hold on me. The reason she put all of this out is because of what's been happening all week, and she was concerned about his mental state. You know, this is all after she smashed him, <laughs> and and then snuck out of the hotel. What's but, the credibility of a chick that licks toilets though? I mean, her credibility is, is probably pretty low if, you, you know, if you're if you judging on what she does for a living. And the fact that she's never met A.B. in her life, and he said, come on over to the hotel, and she snuck into an NFL hotel and <laughs> smashed him and recorded it and actually sent it to him, yeah, credibility is definitely low. But at the same time, when you think about people like that, what is there for them to lie about? And what is... Yeah, but no. I, that was my exact
4: point. What's she lying for? Morals, yeah, what does she gain by exactly. lying
2: if she already don't have money? Yeah, exactly. True. She already a trollop. Like, like.
3: <laughs> Yo, I don't I even, even want to give her the term. I don't give her term Myra because Myra's don't lick toilets. Yo, I think
4: that she like two mean, girls, one cup. I think, I think A.B. already had like a John where he was uh, smashing the OnlyFans John that like got leaked or something.
2: Yeah. If I'm not so mistaken. I heard saying that that, it that might be some insight on how it got quote-unquote leaked. A.B. might be asking them mm-hmm. to do this. Put this on your OnlyFans page. But, yeah. yeah. So that, that that's just his, his, he he that, he reminded he me when Jimmy career. said, I hope you creep got receipts. So somebody else pulled out some receipts on him. Not necessarily – she didn't sound like she was trying to – bash him or anything and i don't know her real concern for his mental health and stability versus her actually having some facts and just wanting to be more famous and more popular but you know it's a whole article out there so you know if you guys are listening you can look that up um the one i read was on (laughs) dailymail.com.uk uh sounds crazy, but I've never read anything on there that was BS. So So we'll see, man. So last question about this before we move on. What do y'all think this – I mean, because it already seems as if before Tom Brady had to step up and actually vouch for this dude, it kind of seemed like it was very hard for AB to find employment in the NFL as talented as he is. Do y'all think this might be the last draw? Do y'all think we'll ever see uh, Antonio Brown on the NFL I field again?
3: I thought it I thought it was uh my initial reaction was, Oh man, Antonio Brown just retired today. He went out with a bang. <laughs> but as I thought it as I thought about it and I heard some other perspectives, I give it a fifty fifty chance that we'll That's see him lot. back in the league and this is and this is and this is why, this is why, this is why though. If you don't believe, if 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 you're okay with the, with the media circus, if you're okay with the media circus, what you can do with AB is just give him an incentive laden contract, veteran minimum, and see whether he can hit the, help you. And you're going to get a at least even at his advanced age, you're going to get at least a top flight number two wide receiver.
2: But what you're saying, B, is a Tampa Bay line. Buccaneers all over again, because at that point you yes. have to be a contending team. You have yes. to think. You have to think. My team is so ready, and we have such a veteran presence that we can add a clown show, mm-hmm. and it doesn't hurt mm-hmm. us because it's you know when when you bring in Tom mm-hmm. Brady, even though you're the Buccaneers and you've kind of been a clown show for the past decade or so. You still you change your stripes when you bring in Tom Brady and then he brings all his friends. You're kinda doing it the quote unquote patriot way now. So you have to be one of those patriot way type of teams thinking that uh, you're above all my, of this and your coach is strong enough and your players are strong enough. Do we have my, that? my
4: perspective is this? My perspective is he, he he wasn't done when he went off the field. I think when he leaked his coach's text messages, that's when he put that the the yeah, because, because now that was, it's mm, a so
3: great point, is distra- that's, great a good point. Yeah. that's a great point You can yeah, do that bull You know,
4: if anybody's trying to deal with that They're like, look, you know, your right. field thing is one thing Now you trying to put my business out there, I can't even catch you cuz What if I want right. you, know, you to send you the new OnlyFans right. model and But I'm, I'm calling that
2: like, And to think about it, wasn't A.B. the bull Who recorded his coach, coach's speech in the locker room in Pittsburgh? Wasn't that, that him?
3: That, that kicked it all off so that's, that, that,
2: that's, was, that's, that was what kicked it all off that's strike two as far as trust with his with his coaches. You're right. I don't even think I don't even think you get a strike three, like when it comes to something like that. So yeah, yeah, great, great point, Jim. Great point. <laughs> All right. So we'll see though. I mean, because you know how it is in the NFL, if you still have a
4: Where the boy? Yo, you can hear me? Can, can y'all
3: hear me? Yep, I hear you. I got you. Can you hear All right, me?
4: So where Dev at, though?
3: Yo, somebody got him. I'm concerned.
4: Yo, yo man. I don't know what's going on, man, but back back to AB, though. Um, back to AB, though. <laughs> yo, pretty much. Yo, I, don't what, I don't know what happened to the boy Dev, yo, but um, no man, I think that the situation um, with leaking the text messages is, is even more foul than we did on the field, man. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, that's a great as a, as a, a yo, dude. I did that's, that's funny, that's, that's, man. I didn't man even code.
3: think about that. That was the real retirement, right there.
4: Yo, that you you was the man real code, retirement. Make a yeah, man code. Yeah. You can't leak text messages, man. Like you know what I mean. I, I understand why he did. He's trying to fight because he feel like he's being painted a certain way and he feels like it's this is his way of fighting back, and he but did is kind it, of well, make the coach look crazy. But here's the thing,
3: is it unwarranted? Like, yo, dude, is, Remember, a, he, dude I, is a certified Richard.
4: Yeah, but here's the thing, though. The coach did actually say that he had no idea that anything was wrong with his foot. So he proved the ball that the ball was fraud. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like you said, multiple things can be right at the same time. At the end of the day, as long as you're willing to deal with the consequences, do whatever it is you want to do walk off the field, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you want to deal with the consequences, and now we're going to see whether this man is willing to deal with the consequences of his actions. Um, I know one thing, though, him doing that made this the biggest story of the week. No one even cares about who won the game, what happened in the game, or for that matter, any other game that happened this week. He's been the entire story. And like Tobias told us earlier, the ball is the gift that keeps on giving because it's more and more stuff comes out, like, you know, in terms of the whole OnlyFans thing. He's out of control right now, OB. So, and I don't think we've seen the end of the story. I think more stuff is going to come He's out. He's 100% more that. Yeah, I think more things are going to happen. More things are going to come out. Um, I don't think it's over yet. It's not over.
3: I kind of I, I kind of feel like the things that are going to come out are going to be standard operating procedures for NFL teams, right? So, the POMA stat that I quoted um the poma stat that i quoted earlier like 25 percent of players like I, all right so in your in your in your history with being an nfl fan jimmy how many times are you familiar with an nfl player kind of getting the nudge like i know you're injured but you know can you get that shot up with the novocaine can you go can, isn't that kind of common
4: yeah i mean it is it is but i mean I guess the difference is at that level when you've got someone trying to force you in and you can't, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's got to be used to that. But what's the alternative, though? Like, if you really feel like you're injured, you can't go.
3: Mm. Jumping yeah. off the
4: field. Like, jumping like jacks. You, 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 like, Doing jumping start, jacks. You, you start limping or something, like, what do you do? Yeah, that's
3: a good... oh, I don't
2: know. I don't know. AB. You all right, Kyle? Yeah, uh, I think that was Wi-Fi. Y- nah, no, I think yeah, I think it was Wi-Fi related. It, it, it looked like everything back up now. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Paid my bill. Ground with y'all. All right, so yeah, wow. let's we'll we'll see you know how this all plays out. You know, we'll, we'll wait till the next story come out. But um, we're gonna move on from A B right now. Um, I just want, Before we move to the next, story, I just want to give a shout-out to, to my young boy, Jamar Chase, from the Bengals, for um, winning my, my fantasy championship for me Yo. with his 11-reception, with his 266-yard, three-touchdown performance versus the Kansas City Chiefs. A- Speaking of Andy Reid and, and being the notorious non-adjuster, dude, how many times has this boy got to catch a 70-yard pass for you to do something in coverage a little bit different? Like, shout out to him though, man. Cause Yo, I'm 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 back on couple, the, on the top couple, of the heat.
3: A couple of people have shared with me that when uh, safety number forty nine is on the field for the Chiefs, everything goes bad. It doesn't matter whether honey badgers out there. It don't matter who the corners is. It's all safety number forty nine's fault. And there's a reason for that, because you know if you look at who he is. And, what he is. How common is it for them to be defensive backs? And that's just was point I'm not saying that I feel that way. It was just pointed <laughs> out that safety number forty nine had deep responsibility and he couldn't chase Jamar at all.
2: Bars. Bars <laughs> Bars. All right, but um hey, Kyrie Irvin returned to the Brooklyn Nets last night. As y'all know he can only return um, for road games, but they that were playing the, the Pacers. Story, though. They were playing a, a, a very undermanned Pacers team on the road, and he actually he started out a little rusty, but he, he, was, he sparked uh, a comeback, um, and the Nets came back and won the game. Kyrie finished with 22 points, four assists, three rebounds, and almost 32 minutes of action. Uh, you know, everybody was kind of handing Brooklyn the title before the season started. So, with Kyrie back in the mix, y'all y'all believe those claims? Y'all think Brooklyn, you know, y'all think it's a done deal? Especially since the Lakers no. playing the way the Lakers playing?
4: No, because no. I think that Kyrie might, you know, he's going to, like, take the playoffs. So, like, he's so unpredictable. You don't know what he's going to do. Um, but I do, like, when watching them play, when he started to get heated up, I was like, yo, it's funny how just how fast you forget how talented somebody is. Like, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Right. And then you see him and you like, damn, this boy really can ball, though.
5: <laughs>
3: y'all gonna act like Yo. born? Y'all gonna act like born red? He didn't steal the show and play the
2: air guitar all over these things. He's st- He stole the show in the first quarter. He didn't even start the game and had twenty points in the first quarter. I don't think he started the game because I was actually. Listening to well, the game he in the he car came when it he came started, the bench. and they named at least three people in the starting lineup that I've never heard of before. That's how down this Pacers team was. Um, they were missing a whole lot of people. So the, the NBA is interesting though, because a lot of teams are, are undermanned like this every night, and you know teams are still putting up a great fight. Like the Nets actually had to, not that they aren't, you know, down a few people too. But as long as they got those three on the court that everybody thinks is the reason that we're, that we're handing them the title before the season even starts, then they don't really have an excuse to have to come back on a Pacers team um, besides the fact that, you know, once you get to that level, if given a chance, there's a lot of ballers out there. There's definitely a lot of ballers in the NBA. We have no clue who they are until they actually get an opportunity. But asked after the game – if he's changed his stance about vaccination, Kyrie Irving said he's taking it day by day. So it sounds like they're chipping away at him. Because <laughs> for him, it probably, it's probably going to be – it's probably dependent on how he feels in these games. Like, he get back out there and you get that old feeling back and he start cooking a little bit. He probably was thinking about the third quarter, damn, I might go get this jab because I'm liking what's happening right now. Um, James Harden said it seemed like he's been playing all season – Kevin Durant said it was amazing having him back. So the Blumkins are there, but I kind of think that these are like,
1: <laughs> these.
2: I, I really think these are like stage Blumkins because the, yeah, the more you say, blumpkins. the nicer you are to him, the more you're softening his stance on why he's not with you full-time anyway. So I think they have to Kyrie, say stuff Kyrie
3: went up. Kyrie could have went up for a, a mundane right-handed 1950s layup. And they would have said, man, look at the English on that. Yo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Holy cow.
3: Kyrie is back.
2: help, man. Really they tired the of carrying that load by themselves. So, so yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, when you so, say tired of carrying that load, you're talking about James Harden's belly. Well,
2: <laughs> James Harden's belly. And <laughs> Kevin Durant. I don't know how they could weigh a lot, but them ball spots probably can't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they probably they look heavy because they look like they are made out of like distressed leather. So <laughs> <laughs> he wearing a distressed leather helmet on his head every night. Um. All right, man. So our stat of the week, man. Danny Green becomes the latest member of the all cardio team, res- recording zero stats. He did have one foul, but zero stats in 24 minutes, no points, no rebounds, no assists, no blocks, no steals in 24 minutes. It's like, you know, he's on the, the all-Snell team, because I know Snow, Tony Snell yeah. has done this at yeah. least twice. But StatMuse, shout out to StatMuse, at StatMuse on Twitter, they put out their all-NBA cardio team, which was the most minutes by a player with 0, zero, zero, zero and 0 in a game since 1985. They, Tony Snell did it in 28 minutes. I know, like I said, he's done it more than once. Danny Green did it in 24 minutes of action. Glenn Rice did it a long time ago in 24 minutes of action. Andre Roberson did it in 22 minutes of action. and Hollis Thompson did it in 25 minutes of action. Now We know there's stuff outside of the stat sheet that you can do to help your team, like mm-hmm. Danny Green... Well, we Danny could Green is known for almost he trying he to take have, cats career. A player could play some good defense and it not get into the stat sheet, but at his age that's unlikely for Danny Green, especially, you know, for people like me who watch he him every night. Valiant Cats. Right. Fouling Cats trying to take their career away. How, how do you how do you do this? How do you play that many minutes in a basketball game He's on any bum. level and not record a stat whatsoever? He's a bum. I mean, <laughs>
4: what do you, you have know, to do? That, that comes off to me like your mind is not in the game. Like you out there, but you really ain't out. Like you're just a body. You know what I'm saying, he's, like you going through the motions.
2: It's like it's like at the at the playground gym when they like, yo, we we only got nine out here. Hey, pick. Shorty. Yeah, he's like I only want, we to we want need play. a body. <laughs> <laughs> we need a body. Come over he's here. Just stand he's in scared. the corner and don't ask for the ball. Don't shoot. Well, you're not going. be he scared. Uh, he's scared.
3: Clay, Clay, gonna have a career night on him when he's seen uh, next. Oh, for that, <laughs> for that dumb ish. Man, I uh, hope, I hope Danny Green fall into a pit of unfortunate man. Salute to you, Clay. I got your back.
2: Yeah, yo, clown. Be Austin awesome saying this like Danny Green don't play for his favorite team. Like, are you wishing misfortune on somebody that plays for our team as much as he yo, a bum? We need Danny Green to not have these kind of performances. <laughs>
3: yeah, we need to get rid of we need to get rid of Danny Green. And you forget, McNabb plays for my favorite team of all time, but that didn't stop me. I hate Danny Green. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel
2: you. I feel you. All right, so um, uh, shout out to to the all cardio team. Um, do y'all thing, man? You know, they probably in shape like a mug. All right, so we got a couple more stats for stat of the week, man. Remember last week we talked about how and 400-something game, Russell Westbrook hadn't recorded a game um, without a turnover. So Russ probably heard the, the rumblings. And uh, this week he recorded his first zero-turnover game for the first time in 407 games. Um, I, all this is to me, I think it proves, like, people like Westbrook just go out and play. He's just all out all the time. Don't care. Don't think about that kind of stuff. But I think every once in a while, when the criticism gets to a crazy place, you got to go out there and show people, like, okay, if I wanted to play like this, wake I up, Mister West! Wake like, up,
1: Mister West! <laughs> Mr. West.
2: If, if I wasn't all, you know, if, if I wasn't all out and, and full motor all the time, like, okay, I could do that. But this is just not me. Or you just got lucky at the right time. I don't know, but shout-out to, to Russ for his first non-turnover game in his last 407 games. And our last stat of the week, B, you'll find this interesting. Cowboys cornerback Trevon Diggs has given up over 1,000 yards into his coverage this season, which is the most in the mm-hmm. NFL. But mm-hmm. he leads the league With a ridiculous 11 interceptions. He's three off of the all-time record for interceptions in the season. But he also has a a pro Mm football-focused coverage grade of 67.7, which is 45th out of 134 cornerbacks in the NFL. Um, What do you make of it? Because I know what fans make of it. Fans go out here and see this dude catching interceptions every week especially Dallas fans, and probably think they got themselves a super stud cornerback. When I see I him catching interceptions, I think two things. First of all, they're mm-hmm. targeting you a lot. And when you go into the, to the analytics, it's proof that teams don't respect him and they target him a lot. But the fact that he has 11 interceptions shows me you can catch. And at some point in your life, you were a wide receiver. Usually was. D-backs are fair wide receivers because they can't catch. He can catch and his brother older brother is stefan Diggs of the buffalo bills so it all makes sense but what does this tell you as a connoisseur of defensive backs and a former defensive back yourself what well, do you Jim, think of this dude <laughs>
3: mac asked me the question and then took every single one of my points Oh my back oh yeah <laughs> no <Nah>, you good <laughs> I, my bad <laughs> <laughs> no nah, you're good um I was I was a bit swept up in the hype as well, um, because to see someone with double digit interceptions, listen, man, that's special. That is that is that is special. And then after the hype wore off, because he's a cow bitch, I mean cowboy, um, and the fact that I grade everything using Deion Sanders as a measuring stick for cornerbacks, I know, I know it's unfair, I know, but. I use Dion. Then I use Revis, Prime Revis. Um, the exact points that you made. If you ever look at Dion. Through the years, statistically, you're never going to see Dion with more than six picks. Never. you are not going
2: to keep throwing at Dion. Because
3: <laughs> there were only there was only a few brave souls, and they were usually foolish. They were usually foolish souls, but they were brave. And they would test, and that's what made it so impressive because Dion didn't get a quarter. Do you hear me? A quarter of the opportunities that Trayvon Diggs gets to pick. So then I thought, and, and I'm going to tell you what this really took me to, and, and y'all might remember this. Y'all remember that I was kind of a Terrell Buckley guy? I remember. And I always ask, like, was Terrell Buckley really good? Or was he just a super looky-loo who would just jump routes? And that's really what Trayvon Diggs is. He is today. He is the modern day Terrell Buckley. He's not fundamentally sound. He looks into the backfield consistently, and he has tremendous athleticism and short area quickness.
2: <laughs> I was so about to say view, I don't even view him wow. like a, that much like a Terrell Buckley though, because a lot of his picks aren't coming from route jumping. A lot of them are mm-hmm. coming on deep balls where it might be a jump ball situation, or a quarterback just throws a really bad ball and he catches it where a lot of other feedbacks so would drop the ball. Because he leads the league in giving up big plays. So they're going yeah. Yo, at quick, him
4: let me, let me, with me, a lot
3: of disrespect. It's double, but it's, it's, it's Dev, it's double moves. He, he jumps short. He jumps everything short. You can double move him to death. Well, right. hold on, but though. Ahead, what I
4: want to say is I just think that it's like he, the way I look at his, he, him, per se is it like it's like risk reward. It's like uh um I a, think somebody said this in our group chat. It's like if somebody goes to play baseball like, yo, I'm gonna strike out or I'm gonna hit a home run. Boomer no boom
2: yeah. He's the ultimate boomer but, bus guy.
4: Yeah. Ain't no in between. Like either I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna strike out or I'm gonna get this pick but we have to learn to deal with it. Like you know, and you know, it's something to be said for that too. But I think that everything everything in sports has context. So when you see those 11 picks, you got to also know that my guy has given up a gazillion yards in um, route to get those 11 picks. Now, the thing about it is, all depends upon when you get those picks, you can negate a lot of the yards you give up because you do get turnovers. And we always know that. The one thing about the NFL is whoever wins the turnover game
2: generally wins the game. So,
4: you know, you got to take the good that's with the, the bad. That's, that's the boom.
2: All right, right. So let me give you all some of the, you know, because pro football focus, they, they break it down uh, to a T. They have him at 606 coverage snaps, which is the fourth most in the league, 93 targets, which is third most in the league, 53 receptions allowed, which is 10th most, 962 yards allowed, which is the most, five touchdowns allowed, which is ninth most, and, of course, 11 interceptions, um, which is uh, the most most in the league, which – 11, like, like I said, 11 interceptions is just ridiculous. But they said there's only two cornerbacks that have more targets than Diggs this season, despite the threat that he will pick off any wayward pass. And teams are not shying away from testing him, even as the season goes on. They said the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes targeted him 10 times in Week 11. The Saints, no respect, even though their quarterback is Taysom Hill, fired his direction eight times in week 13, even though, you know, it, it was risking the turnover that he did get in in the game. Hmm. So he did end up getting a turnover against Taysom Hill. But when your quarterback is Taysom Hill and you're like, yo, let's go at this dude. Like this is making me think like if, if Jalen Hurts does play next week, if he don't have COVID from the incident in Washington, and we'll talk about that incident in uh-oh. a little while. Um, uh-oh. Jalen Hurts. If they have him going, going at it, well, then it's like, yeah, nobody really respectable. But remember, you have guys like this who kind of know what they're watching and can break things down. And then you have guys in the media who are susceptible to, you know, the hype. Like this guy who gives up the most yardage, gives up five touchdowns and is targeted, you know, more than most corners in the league, but can catch, he might be in the conversation for defensive player of the year which is crazy when, when you talk about boom or bust. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at... Like coaches at are going at him. Media are going to be like, man, he's the defensive player of the year. I
3: know, I, know, I know Deion Sanders is not a fair measuring stick. So even bringing it down to earth, like Revis or present-day Stephon Gilmore, these are guys with amazing technique. Shout out to Joe Hayden's old ass as well. He has amazing technique as a corner. Stephon Diggs, or uh, Trayvon Diggs, rather, his technique is terrible. So you kind of wonder if he doesn't, if he doesn't improve on that and really put the work in. It's how long is he going to be able to sustain a career as a top-flight corner once the film is out on you? Because I've noticed me. You can double move him. Like, when he's going against the top 10 QBs in the league, yeah, there's a chance they'll make some mistakes. He might get a pick or two off of one of them. But they are they are already exposing him, and it's only going to get worse. And let's face it, some of those interceptions are, are luck. Like, some of it is luck. Like, if you don't get 11 picks without some luck. I'll give you seven. I'll give you eight. But some of them picks was luck. So that's not going to happen every season. I feel like a safety with high interceptions is a good thing. A corner with unusually high interceptions means that you're getting picked on, you're getting targeted, and you're you're, you know, you're you making, I mean you, you got to give them props plays.
2: for coming down with him and actually catching the ball. them because yeah. that's what you see a lot of in the NFL. You see a lot of cornerbacks dropping Terrible passes from quarterbacks. So you you can put it like this: like y'all going to keep targeting this dude, but when you slip up, he's going to make you pay. Like like if you're if you're on and, and you're accurate, you you're probably going to kill ball most of the game. But as soon as you yeah. slip up and throw that bad pass, he's not going to give you another chance. Like he's going to catch the ball. And,
3: and we can and we can and we can cap it off with a cherry on top. Pause. He ain't no Jalen Ramsey. And and Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the league. And Jalen ain't coming down. Uh, Jalen ain't coming down with double digit picks because ain't nobody giving Jalen the, the opportunity to pick the ball off eleven
2: times. Jalen might not have had eleven targets all, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> targets all season. He might have had eleven targets all season, let alone eleven picks. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, one last thing before we take quick call. Um, Got to be quick this evening. Our quote of the week, man, our quote of the week comes from uh, Washington Wizards announcer. What is this dude's name? I forgot the dude's name. Uh, shoot. Oh, um, Glenn, Glenn Consor. Um, so Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, hit a game winner for the Rockets against the Wizards. Um, and this is the quote. He said you got to give credit Kevin Porter Jr., like his dad Pulled that trigger right at the right time The only problem with that Is Kevin Porter Jr., his dad in 1993 Pleaded guilty for the killing of a 14-year-old girl And then, you know, he's actually not with us anymore He was shot and killed in Seattle back in, in 2004 So Everybody has been up in arms about that. Even when I first saw it, I'm like, damn, like he really had the gall to say something like that on TV? So LeBron James weighed in on Twitter. He said, oh, he thought this was cool, huh? Nah, we ain't going for this. Sorry, but this ain't going to fly. How insensitive can you be to say something like this? Beat it, man. I pray for you, but there's no place in our beautiful game for you. Um, Y'all want to weigh in before I give you his Explanation, or you want me to just tell you what he said?
3: Yo, I want to say that <laughs> is your man LeBron a social justice peddler? Like, is he hopping <laughs> in on everything? That, is he hopping? <laughs> is, is, is he scanning the net for opportunities to hop in and and, and get
2: kudos? I, I don't. Um, listen, he couldn't, man. you know, Kareem Kareem criticizing last week, so instead of saying something. Directly to Kareem, he just had to find the next cause to the next to thing. The, the next thing,
3: highly, highly, highly inappropriate, and and us being who we are, we would normally play the race card. Why would we play the race card? Because y'all gave it to us. We didn't get we didn't get the deck. We, ain't we didn't buy put deck. it in the deck, but mm-hmm. you put it in there. Yeah. So this isn't even for me necessarily. A race thing, this is just a human thing. Like, why you? I've, the announcer obviously know. There's no way in hell that you can tell me that the announcer didn't know Kevin Porter Jr.'s background or history to make well, let that me, comment. Let me
2: tell you. Let me tell wow. you what he said. Well, hold
4: on, Dad. Before you, before right, you go ahead. Dad, go ahead. let me just put it like this. Because my point is, like, all right, so. Because I tend to, when first heard, it was so egregious that I'm like, well, maybe he didn't know. And then I saw the story, and I guess you're getting ready to report that now, but right. my thing is that's also not an excuse because if you're an announcer, you should, like, you should know. Right? I mean, like one of the things you do is you look up each player and, you know, things about their past or whatever, that has things to talk about during the course of the game. So even if you didn't know, you should know.
2: Right. I mean, but if you listen, and I'm not fending bull, but if you listen to half of these games, the announcers for whatever broadcast you're watching, half the time they don't know what's going on with the other team, and, and it shows oh, they that they too, don't right? do enough re- research. No, no, there's some up there. some okay. there that take their yeah, job very seriously, they like,
4: Yo, and they get their study this on. Strawberry. Like, right. Yo.
2: So this is what he said. I mistakenly thought that Kevin was the son of former Washington player Kevin Porter and was unaware that the words I chose to describe his game winning shot would be in any way hurtful or insensitive. I reached out to Kevin to personally apologize and hope to be able to talk with him soon. So when I saw that, my first thought was, all right, I got to do some research on the announcer because, okay, the Washington Bullets did have Kevin Porter back in, you know, the late 70s, early 80s. So I'm like, I need to figure out how old this boy is and, like, what he, you know, would he know, what's his tenure? I know he's not, he probably hasn't been the actual Wizards announcer for a long time because, I, you know, we know the crews that used to do Wizards game, uh, B. but if he's been like a sportscaster or announcer in Washington or whatever for a long time, then I'm like, okay, maybe he knows the history of the city enough to say that because it, it's it's very ironic to have that kind of out this quickly even for a caveman and when he first said it like jim said like my my first reaction was like damn like that's crazy like are you really willing to lose your job over kevin porter jr and a wizards rockets game on a wednesday night in january that means absolutely nothing i like i don't know like in some ways i'm like What he's saying might be true. But I think the narrative train has left the station, and I don't know whether he's telling the truth or not. I don't know if anybody's going to give a damn. I don't know if this dude's going to be working, you know, the next game or ever again, which is, you know, how Mm. is right now. But he could be telling the truth. (laughs) He really could be telling the truth. As a Washington broadcaster, he might have thought – that the junior was, like, he was the son of Kevin Porter that used to play for Washington. I also looked up Kevin Porter, you know, his career average was like 11. I don't, I had to do some, I want to do some research on him to see maybe if he was known as, you know, somebody that can put the put the dagger in you at the end of a game or, you know, was a killer, was an Andrew Tony type of dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to find out, little facts about Kevin Porter. And as a matter of fact, uh, we got Skyview in the chat room. Um, Skyview, what do you know about Kevin Porter that used to play for the uh, the Bullets back in the day? And another thing, you know, they used to be called the Bullets. Maybe Boy thought he was making some kind of a pun. I don't know. But I don't think it's too far-fetched because I just can't fathom you risking your job. <laughs> Unless you want some a b stuff like watch what I do tomorrow, and you know about some Wednesday Night Wizards rockets game, but had already spoke, so i i i don't know. I don't know if there was any coming back for bull at this point, but um it's it's very interesting. To, to see. Let's see what what the homie Tobias thinks of that and whatever else he got to talk about. We're going to go to the phone lines real quick. Tobias, what's going hey, on, man?
5: Hey, you don't rush me, man. Uh, you don't, you don't rush no light-skinned cats who call the white man that call. Oh, my bad. That's hey, what they say hey, about AB,
2: hey, you know, the hotel. Hey, yeah. B. Austin got to go, so you got to hurry up.
5: Man, <laughs> B. Austin ain't going nowhere, man. <laughs> hey, hey all I don't know what that... Hey, your son says foot hurt for soccer practice. Don't throw him out there. But uh, but you know, <laughs> you know, with this whole thing, he could have just gone to the back and been like, "Hey, i don't play." Ba don't pull no punches. and We known that already, <laughs> you know. He'll cut you out, and AB showed his tail.
2: Yeah, he be throwing Tom Brady under the bus in the press conference. Yeah, so. yeah.
5: cause He you know he he say old Tom Brady trying money. If some guy on Twitter said, "Don't underestimate how smart Alex Guerrero is to get AB to pay for something." Uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> but he thought in Tampa, a foolish team will pick him up because you can find receivers in the draft that won't give you that, those problems. Uh, why bring that in your locker room? The, the, the Steelers, great organization. Look what he did. Uh, this, this clown couldn't keep his mouth shut long enough to Oakland to get $30 million. All he had to do was be on the roster the next day. The $30 million was guaranteed. The Patriots, he called the owner a cracker. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was funny, by the way. Anyway, I'm <laughs> we did it. And then the Bucks, Tom Brady vouched for him, but everything they started wanting to ask Tom Brady about him, as the great Jim Ross would say, Tom Brady's running like a scalded dog. He don't want to talk about it. Uh, you know, but the reason I'm calling, there's a championship game Monday night, and I got some real stats of the week for you guys. Is it? Since 2008, what's happening? I don't know what's happening Oh, night. America's team playing for the titles. Uh, Cowboys? I got the, yeah, America's team, Alabama, the, next, title the gold standard. <laughs> but I got two stats of the week for you guys. Since 2008, Nick Saban's second year at God's University, Alabama, uh, only one team that won the title – didn't have to beat Alabama. That was Florida State with Jameis year that year. And when he famously said, is you strong, then we strong, then. You know? (laughs) And then also, every recruiting class he's had at Alabama won a national title. And, you know, that's just crazy. But about this game, right, if you notice the media is talking like it was a fluke Alabama beat Georgia. And and I know I put myself out there on this one. As God is my witness, Seth and Bennett's not torching Alabama. Some guy named, we, we, we only lose one trash quarterback a year. We can't lose a two. Uh, that's been our quota. Uh, but what people, I, you know, people, it's like people are so, they don't want to go against a pick. Maybe Alabama's a bad matchup because Nick Saban and his staff are stupid enough to try to be like Michigan and do what Georgia does well, stop the run and go slow. Uh and I think that the quarterback advantage at Alabama goes a long way. The quarterback's in the coaching advantage. Uh, we got the best quarterback in the country. Who knows? Maybe he'll be Jalen Hurts a placement in a year or two. Uh <laughs> you know, but uh <laughs> But and they talk about Georgia defense. Now Alabama's secondary makes me mad a lot. But uh they got a lot, they got more sacks and tackles from loss than the Georgia D. You know, and, and I just think that people just looking at what's going on all year and maybe it's just a bad matchup. Of course I'm picking Alabama to win. I'm glad they're underdogs in Vegas again. I'm glad. I'm loving this rat poison. I'm loving it. And and if we lose, I'm blocking all y'all. <laughs> oh, before I go, I know B. Austin's is a low management here. It's like – Hey, I got a question. Who's gonna to come to work? I don't know who's gonna to come to work first. I was joking on Twitter. I was like, I don't know who'll come to work first, A. B. or Zion. But uh, <laughs> next year, but Kyrie, we know he's great. Yeah. Now all these pundits keep talking about Brooklyn like they the old Warriors or like the Bulls back in the day. What the hell have they done to get this benefit of doubt besides joining up? They haven't even played a full season of games together. But, yeah, just because they formed up, we think they're going to do something about Giannis, <laughs> you know. Nah. Hell, if Vince Simmons get his act right and go to Philly, because that's his best option being a Philly, to be honest. What the hell I mean, are we doing with beat?
2: <laughs> at this point, it look like it's his only option. Ain't nobody yeah. coming to get it. act. nobody coming yes, to there. rescue him yet. Everybody keeps saying, oh, well,
5: if, if they together win the title, Kyrie is not even going to play that many games. He's going to miss half these postseason games. So what if you go down 0-2? Uh, you know, that team got you 0-2. They may win game three. What then? And I just think that people just act like this 2K and thinking that just because these guys showed up, oh, well, they're going to win. But y'all know this. Most of these super teams don't win or don't win as much as they're supposed to. So LeBron, Heat team didn't win as much as they're supposed to. The only reason the Warriors super team was working because Steph Curry had a cheap deal with bad ankles, and they can keep that team together and to bring in KD. Nobody wants to say that. And KD didn't show up and probably only had one ring. But I just think that people just pestling guys there, they seeing guys there. And I'm like, what the hell James Harden done in the playoffs? Kyrie, uh, he's the lead dog. We know he ain't doing nothing, but it's a perfect role for him. So I'm thinking, why are we just penciling these guys in and we ain't see nothing from them?
2: Because this is the NBA, man. It's a talent-driven league. When you get all the time, I mean, we penciled, we let the Heat pencil themselves in for eight.
5: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it's
2: how it happens.
5: It's funny because, like, I hear people like, your boy Cowherd, like, they're a good regular season team, the Bulls. I'm like, hell, everybody's a good regular season team before they win. Hell, the Bucs were. The Warriors were. Who cares? I'm like, who in the hell is going to say, well, we'll be a fifth seed, because I see no matter we we'll what the postseason. Then you play in a tougher matchup. It's like these dumb analysts with these tanks. But i say this before I run. Y'all talking about Trayvon Diggs. Y'all know he went to Alabama. And many of us Alabama fans hated him, and we were happy when he started the bowl game, and we were so happy that he declared for the draft, and we was all going to pitch in and get him a limo off campus. That dude was, that dude was get burnt so much we called him toast. Uh, that dude always got burnt. Uh, that's why it shows certain numbers are overrated. Interceptions are overrated if you still get burnt. And, like, even y'all got Jalen Hurts, they keep putting up these stats. But you watch the games, it's like, it ain't happening. It ain't working. And y'all just ain't got no better option right now. But it's like, it ain't working. And, uh, but y'all are the only rational people out there talking about this guy. Everybody else is like, oh, man, he's awesome. They won. I'm like, they're going to be won and done the playoffs. Because <laughs> like, he can't throw the damn football. Uh, <laughs> you know? And, uh, and People just people just look at wins or they just look at numbers. And they don't see the game. Because Jalen Hurts, great guy but he got benched for two or four reasons. When you have to make him play quarterback, drop back and pass, he ain't good. He doesn't have anticipation. He doesn't have a great arm. He's a one-read guy. That's that's been the case since he's been in Alabama,
2: and that's just how it is. And
5: I I don't know what the Eagles do about that, man.
2: We shall see. We shall see. People like running backs and quarterbacks, you know.
4: I mean, winning cures everything
2: when you're winning, you know nobody's looking at flaws, so we shall see yep. but hey, man, thanks for your call as usual. We'll appreciate it. We'll get to you earlier next week when we're not load managing. We the second appreciate half. you
5: hey <laughs> no problem. go ahead and say it be
2: off the roll tie. Come on babe.
3: no can't can't do that. can't talk about the plantation man we we uh' hey. we're out of the confederacy. <laughs> <laughs> and by
5: the way, A B, we got all these whole t- cats that probably got laser beams coming out their eyes. All these guys kinda of like Oswald Bates say, The white man getting A B Come and I say I've got to say this, I say this from gone. The Bucks fed A B his last game in twenty twenty to so he hit mm-hmm. his incentive At the expense of Ronald Jones getting a thousand yard season and Ronald Jones about to be a free agent. And what that thousand yard season look good in his resume when we try to get a job? Uh so but hey you guys take it easy man and be good, man. Talk to you guys. We holla at
2: you. Eat. All right. Uh real quick, Jim, what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz Because we definitely yes, gotta sir. get B Austin right, for the you. first for that first story.
4: <laughs> yeah, what happened while you were on the Grizz Nye is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. You need a custom website, yo digital stream dot com call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and just go Yeah, but listen, um first story, the only one that really matters, is your man Jalen Hurts. Man, <laughs> Jalen Hurts grabbed his pen and his pad, you know what I'm saying? And you know, he he said, Listen, man, um he got his James Baldwin on and wrote a wrote an editorial about uh to the Washington football team because fans and the NFL on the barricade. Yeah, and the NFL got a piece of that too, like so Jalen Hurts, you know what I'm saying? Edgar Allen Hurts, you know what I mean? You know, showed us pain so game.
3: Did you see that, B? No, the, the whole I, thing, I did not.
2: All right, I, so, I saw where the fans yeah, fell. I did not yeah, see Yeah, that's it what I'm talking about. Jalen Hurts was walking out of the stadium. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. Yes. So, for people who didn't see it, real quick recap before B gives his opinion. Uh, Jalen Hurts, you know, the, the Philadelphia Eagles just finished beating the Washington football team. In, in DC, in their home stadium, FedEx Field, he's walking about to walk through the tunnel. He's kind of taking in the admiration because Eagles fans are deep in there and they're, you know, they came to, to see him go down the tunnel. So as he's walking past the barricade, the little fence breaks and people fall down into the tunnel and right in front of him. If he doesn't move, like dude is done for the season because that thing probably breaks his legs or something like that. Now, it's a lot of people there. They could have been hurt, Uh, a little something not related to what we're talking about, but some of those fans later on in the week started calling lawyers and visiting hospitals and, you know, trying to work up a little case, which, hey, I I would have done the same thing. I would have just done a little earlier. The fact is when they first fell, everybody got right up because they jumped on Jalen's pipe before he walked past, so they, they had to do that and not really tend to their own pain if they were really having it. They took a ride on the wood, and it didn't hurt. That's beside the point. It happened later on in the week. Jalen, riding high off the admiration that he's getting from Philadelphia fans right now, wrote a letter, and this is an excerpt from it. I'm writing to inquire about what follow-up action is being considered in response to the near-tragic incident that took place at FedEx Field on January 2nd. Um. He said 2002, but it's 2022. Um, As you are aware, many individuals, including fans, media personnel, and myself were placed in a dangerous situation when portions of the FedEx field tunnel collapsed. Although I was able to prevent the barrier from crashing onto me, that was not the same for others who could be suffering from lingering injuries. Now, what is Jalen Hurts trying to accomplish here, B?
4: Hashtag more than an athlete. (laughs) Yo,
2: hash, Jim, you, Jim, Hashtag,
4: Jim, hashtag Philadelphia Panda Express. Legend. Panda Express. Yo Jalen, Hurts, yo, Jalen Hurts does everything right except throw the football. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he does everything else. Yo, he does, every, yo, he does oh, everything he, else right though. Jim, he's so he likable, man. Else. He's so likable. Yo, based this, on he's uh, so that it's like based Bobby on the way the ball, he
3: reads defenses, I wouldn't have expected him to be able to pen
4: something so articulate. He may have had some help. I don't think of him as a leader. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. He does everything right. Like he does he does you know what it is? He he's like the anti McNabb. And what I mean by that is McNabb never cared to embrace the city or try to be beloved. He was like, yo, oh. I'm here. I don't even really I don't even really want to be
2: here but I'm here. It, it's it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting calculated marginally. at this point though. This letter, this is calculation right here. Oh, man. First of all, look at the video. Did you see how he was shaking his head? He was, like, soaking in that admiration because a lot of Philly fans are turning, you know, in his direction. Like, it was a lot of, I don't know if this dude could be the future. A lot of that has changed to, I mean, some stuff we saw, like, week two, cats was talking about they're sold. But a lot of people are now are like, a lot of the I don't know people are like, I'm sold. He's our franchise quarterback. We want him here, blah, blah, blah.
4: He does so, because listen, he does everything right except except sort of football. Plus, it doesn't hurt that the team is playing better and they're winning overall. It never hurts, you know. I mean? hurt. you know winning of, cures uh, everything. Yeah, a lot of people are like, look, well, we can win with him. I don't care whether he throws for two yards as long as we get the dub. But he does that. Yo, he came to the he, you know, he came so to the game in a for Randall two yards jersey. And get like, all how, the how do you for the not win? love him coming to the game in a Randall jersey? And then and then give him Randall a book in at the uh, press conference. Like, yeah,
2: this is why I'm that, telling you. The made, Panda Express uh, is in full effect. He uh, knows what he's doing. He got somebody on his squad and shout out to him because they know what they're doing. They know like he's 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 making Bro, himself he very, come, like, what would you say earlier, Jim? To the next game. He was, like, first, like, people was, you know, not sure about him, booing him, and now he like, A-I yeah. in a matter of 16 years. No, now he's with Chuck. <laughs> no, he
4: gonna come to the next game. He's going to come to the next game in a Buddy Ryan T-shirt, and then a the game <laughs> after that, he's going to have, like, he's going to have, like, a Patty Label shirt on or something.
2: Right, but, so. no, what you say? you know, he's going to come to the joint in the A-I jersey.
4: He's going to come to the joint in a Chuck
2: year. jersey. If, that's, I I know, that's gonna to be it. it. If, that's or a, a, doc, a That's, that that's, that's going to happen. He gonna come in an AI jersey a or a Doc jersey, and that's going to be over. Listen, it, listen. It's if be his, publi- his publicist, or or Leonard Ellerby
3: or Al Heyman are able to figure out for him that um, that he can <clears> salute <throat> Buddy Ryan because Buddy Ryan is is the all time <laughs> Eagles coach, even above Doug Peterson. If they figure <laughs> that out, if they figure out that the city loves Buddy Ryan better than any other yeah. coach. Yeah, it's gonna be to, it's I, gonna I be it's gonna continue.
4: be worse than that, yo. He gonna he gon he gonna pull out he gonna pull out like a Joe Frazier T shirt, a fresh Prince of Bel Air T shirt. Mm-hmm. Or a bring it mm-hmm. or, a bring, it every, Jerome, yeah. or a bring it home Rocky for Jerome
2: or bring it home for
4: Jerome Rocky T shirt. He's gonna be a yeah, full filly on the...
2: He's going to go to the, the Wednesday press conference before the playoff game and, and talk about the move situation in the city. He's going to
0: talk about move and move me. Come on, man.
2: Yo, he's a likable dude. I can't front. It. I like Jalen Hurts. And this is going to surprise me. He has improved. I'm not, I'm not close to the bring him back. Pay him. he's our franchise quarterback. I am nowhere close to that because he's still very inconsistent with his throwing and pretty much seeing the field. Like there's always – like he, he gets excuses because he'll throw a pass and some jerk will drop the pass. But then when you look at the whole situation, there was somebody else who was wide open like for a bigger play or for six. But yeah. because the person dropped the bad decision that he made, he's going to get off because somebody like Rager or somebody dropped the pass. So he, yeah. gets, he gets a pass for that kind of stuff. I've seen yeah. improvement on, on some of his with throws. The bull, with the
3: Jimmy but, say, but he still he only ball, shines like really when he
2: extends – he still mostly shines when he extends plays. And yeah. at yeah. So, some point you need somebody that can drop back – hit somebody on a timing pattern, and they don't have to, you know what I'm saying, they don't have to improvise off of their pattern. Like, we have plays and patterns for a reason. But everybody no. has to do something different, run this way and get open, because the only time he can shine is when he extends a play. Yeah, I don't,
4: don't care about all that. Yo, just wear a T-shirt or a Hall of T-shirt, <laughs> and then I mean, nothing else even matters,
1: yo. Yo, going to walk stadium. into the You're stadium eating food. a water
2: ice. <laughs> yeah, you
4: know, silly, silly, silly fanatic T shirt. Like, you
2: know,
4: keep embracing the city, and
2: anybody
4: gonna care? Yo, if you, he you know, gonna get Ron and Sam ball and well.
2: outside of the numbers. Sweet ticket stops and drops. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, at this point, like, I mean, can you can you do anything about Armstrong for this point? I mean, the ball can lift weights or something, can he? or is it just that? I don't even know I, I, don't, I
3: don't think I don't is. think arm strength comes from lifting weight it's a tendon it's a tendon thing and
2: it's if like, you don't and yeah, if you're a professional quarterback and don't have it by now like yeah you ain't gonna get it
4: right probably right. stink you know what I mean or you're a kid enough you know what I mean that's how you build up arm strength
2: yeah 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 all right Right on strong well, see yeah. man but B it's 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 turning in your city man they are starting to love that ball,
1: man <laughs> <laughs>
2: but you'll see yeah, you know, love, he, he get man. into the playoffs and do some bonehead shit and we lose, then all them people, you know. <laughs>
3: you know, how feel is. They, the they, the they, they build you up to the they,
2: the they, so. they build you up to tear you down, so
3: I know okay. one of our supporters you can't tear I know one of our supporters has made Jalen Hurts a porn video. He ain't even with a
2: Hall Note shirt.
3: You
4: can't tear a man down if he pull up with a and Earth shirt, you can't tear him down. You can't do nothing but love him though.
2: yeah. Uh <laughs> I can't mess with that. Oh,
4: uh. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll pull over the yo. Everything. All right, good, what else happened, man? Happen, man you, you we get all up right out of show. Show. Are you, man, let's get out of here. So, uh, what else happened? Um, you know, the football team, Washington professional football team, says that on two two twenty two, they are announcing their new name.
2: Yeah, why they so, being dramatic, you know? man? Just announce the damn <laughs> thing, like I, you know, and I ain't, I ain't taking the shot. At the fans, but but I'm taking a shot at the fans. Like these fans have nothing else to look forward to, but what name they're gonna spend thousands of dollars on next, and, and let this dude Dan Snyder get them further with merchandising, with another merchandising change. It's crazy. Like he actually put out a tweet where it's just like two two twenty two, like on some real suspenseful type stuff. Well, I give a shit. Like
4: everything shit. is a rollout. Everything is a rollout. Young on the roll out Twenty twenty two, but everything's a rollout, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Um,
2: just, like, just say the name, name already. Just tweet it. Like, come on. What all this? And, and you, you know, know people, people here in, the, in the area. Like, I was watching the news the other day, and somebody was saying the same thing they were saying the last time they had some kind of news story. They're like, yo, know, everything they do at this point is a deflection from all the negative stuff. That's happening right now, and all the negative stories that are still building to come out, like they keep just trying to distract and deflect. So this is the newest deflection. But
4: hey, man. what else? That's what he's supposed to do. But yo, yeah. Christian Thompson is back in the news again. Um, he's a he is probably more of a TMZ legend than he is a basketball legend. So um, probably
2: he got yeah, So
4: he embarrasses he embarrasses <laughs> Chloe. Once again, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he, he, he just keeps doing Chloe dirty, you know, smashing so her. Basically, smashing he got, a, smashing he got a
2: side baby. Funny thing is, when I yeah. heard about it, with this chatty-patty stuff, I thought he already had a side baby. But apparently, <laughs> Yo, first of all, a side thought, baby, he was just he was just smashing their family friend. And she took him yeah. back. So, you know, he just keeps humiliating this chick publicly.
4: <laughs> Yo, the crazy yo, in her that mind, so much that in her, her mind, story, she's still a, a, like, a maytag refrigerator. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is new. I, I was like, yo, this is old news. Like, why is it on the timeline again? Why is he trending? This is old. And I had to, I had to really like read it to realize that. Oh, <laughs> he did, did it again. <laughs> right?
2: Yeah, like, oh damn. Now B, I feel what B's saying. He's saying her self esteem is still, you know, her self esteem is not commensurate with her plastic surgery. <laughs> exactly. part part still she still thinks like she looks like Frankenberry. Mind is
4: still
3: Frankenberry, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. She still think, thinks she looks think, like
4: Frankenberry. No, I think that's part of it, but I think it's another. When you hear her speak, she suffers with like I seen I seen you know regular chicks, and I mean my regular chicks is like head chicks suffer with this, where she be on some like she gonna try to keep her family together by all means to the point where she gonna let boys run around with her because that's her baby daddy, and she gonna do everything to keep him around. And, you know, I, I've seen regular yeah. fall for that.
2: Crazy part is, though, when you live this publicly, like you got to put out – you don't got to, but people – Tristan Thompson, like, put out Instagram stories with his announcement that, that this happened and his apology to Chloe. He said today – Paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with Marilee Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, but both publicly and privately. But it's like, like who are you? Like the president of the United Like why do you yeah. have to put out a statement? Like, first of all, you're Tristan Thompson. We know what you're about.
4: You ain't got to yeah, tell me,
2: homie. I, I will
4: say that. And his exactly. second part you know, of the I mean,
2: story was a whole uh, apology to Chloe, and like, I keep embarrassing you, and you don't deserve this, and I'm incredibly sorry, and all this stuff. Like, yeah, like call her. Tell Christian her Thompson
4: is a bum, right? He's a bum, but I will give him credit for one thing, yo. He be he be having some jobs,
2: like yo. Yeah, yo, yeah yo, no, he, he a legend <laughs> off. the yo, they, be, they,
4: be, they
1: be
5: they be all right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He a legend off the
5: court, like yeah, he
2: he, he yeah, trying he's to be wilt. Maker. He just ain't trying to be nice on the court. He trying to be wilt off the
4: yeah, court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He put his he put so. his time off of the court. Like that's what he was playing in the game though.
2: in on the court. He be in the yeah, club kissing, kissing, kissing chicks. Chick, he don't
4: know, it, yo, the freak boy man. He in the I'd middle of the club. Throw your, just met a John.
2: I'm ready throw your pipe around and throw your tongue around. For
4: crying out, yeah. Yo!
2: Doesn't So yo. 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 Well,
4: you want some pipe? Yo, anyway. Man, <coughs> uh, get out of here, man. Sorry about what happened to Dayton Sports History.
2: All right, man. This is Dayton Sports History brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is, man. Get that Sports the Book written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. Y'all can do that at com or War Room com. Just make sure you go get it. Yo, <laughs> January 6, 1994. I got two. You know, this is a famous date. We all remember this. U.S. figure skating Champ. This is probably all we know about figure skating, ever. U.S. figure skating champion Nancy Kerrigan is attacked by Tanya Harding's bodyguard at the U.S. Championships in Detroit. Do y'all know any other story in figure skating, ever, all the time?
3: Yo, if
2: I had Besides, besides, besides Bo going at her knees and she's sitting there like, why? Why? Um, now, all man, I know about figure skating. Not at all. <laughs> All right, this yeah, one, I'm yeah. pretty sure y'all didn't know at all. January 6th, 1681. Stay with me now. The first recorded boxing <laughs> match is engineered by Christopher Monk, the second Duke of Albemarle. The match was between his butler and his butcher. Sounds to me hey, like Bo was yeah. just having his slaves fight each other, and they called it a boxing match. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it sounds look up. like to me. I got to go Boy had his slaves fighting thing, each other and they called it a body.
4: The one match. thing you didn't tell us is this. You didn't tell us who was the victor.
2: <laughs> well, the butcher, I mean, he had knives. So I'm pretty sure this didn't end with fisticuffs. Somebody got stabbed I mean,
4: that day. <laughs> I got to see. I got to go, go look this up
2: now. Now we, we got to do research on this because this is hilarious.
4: But see, this is one yeah, that's a hard fight. body.
2: This one, nothing but a a slave entertaining the big house. And in
4: 2022, they're going to try to call
2: this the first ever boxing match, F-O-H. Yo,
4: my guy (laughs) said, yo, fight each other. I'm bored.
2: Right. (laughs) Do it now, or I'm going to kill both of you. And they probably fought to the death. I bet you they fought to the death. I want to do some research, yo. They Wasn't there a they story about here. this, though? Like, didn't slave masters actually do this? Make slaves fight for entertainment? That's, that's, not, that's all this uh, was.
3: Absolutely. I got Absolutely. These they used to. they used I'm yeah They used to come put out the of here They have them breaking their arms, breaking their legs, killing each other. Absolutely. This is uh, the part that And the rest of these uh, <laughs> folks want to put under the CRT label and never have put in history books. Yeah. Right, yo, was man, feeding it was feeding your kids the
2: crocodiles, too. Let's get out of here, so I out of here man. I'm about to go downstairs to go. and have two of my kids rumble each other. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <I>, yo,
4: um,
3: <laughs>
4: yo, don't call, Quins don't call it. Twins versus Chase. They only I, take I, one listen, to man. whoop his little ass. So Dev's Dev laughing I had a cop show up at his door.
2: <laughs> yo, um, I'm going to just tell him yo, I'm the second Duke of Bowie, Maryland.
4: First off, I just want to say, First and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody who supports us in any way. We really definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you. Shout out to everybody. Happy um, in, in New call Year! In, listening, who's not going to listen. Yo, shout out to all y'all, man. Everybody from social media. Um, anybody who's going to hate on us later, shout out to y'all too. Listen, what I want to say is stay safe in these streets. You know, stay away from folks. You know, Stay away from Omarion. Stay away from Flowrider. Uh, catch everything that we do, masked. all of our content, all of our social media, everything is at the Hub, and that Hub is com. Get my Tristan. book, Sports Stop the book at warroomsports.com. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. That's we'll you you punch, on top. <laughs>
0: All the blue yo, every Thursday, six to eight they do this. Ah. Shout out to Dev. PJ, be off and dot Bay on replay uh. on dot com. Yeah. Get that mobile app. It's knocked out. Call it 323 0012, Woo. They be going and you sensitive then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough push. Show time like magic in the block push Looking listen alive, push one to join in Ooh. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment Hip hop dollars pit stop and knowledge Should be in sports, as I ain't talking college e- Five guys, no beef though Scorpio, C but the streets know <laughs> Bellafani, uh, I got a G flow uh, KC, royalty, I'm in beef mode, <laughs> two hours. Who's the best in can be
3: No, to what no, War Room Sports WWW What? Ain't no more to it.